Hi, I'm Meredith Jones of MeredithJ.com. I'm a virtual assistant and business growth coach dedicated to helping you grow your business through resources, tools, and inspiration. I'm so excited to be here today to let you know about my newest feature on my website, the Small Business Spotlight. Each month I'm going to be interviewing an entrepreneur to learn more about their small business and how they developed it and grew it into the business it is today. I know throughout my personal journey I have found that true stories of entrepreneurs has been the most inspiring in helping me grow my business and have faith in what I'm doing and I know that these stories from these entrepreneurs will help you as well. This month I'm interviewing one of my good friends Jane of Janie XY. Jane is an entrepreneur on many levels. As you'll hear in the interview, she started several businesses together, including one that we worked on called Craftier Magazine. That was about five or six years ago, and since then, Jane went on to create Janie XY and has had great success with finding her passion within that business. Janie XY is a small business that creates stuffed animals and classic children's toys that are just so adorable and wonderful for families everywhere. I know that you'll find inspiration in Jane's story, and I hope that you'll continue to join us each month as we focus on different small businesses and entrepreneurs. Please be sure to visit MeredithJ.com, that's M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-J.com, for our latest small business spotlight, as well as tools, tips, and resources to help you grow your business. Thank you so much for coming today, and here's my interview with Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Meredith. Thanks for having me. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about your business? Yeah, um, I started, this is my fifth year doing the toys now, and it really just started as a project to teach myself to sew. Um, I grew up watching my both my parents sew. Uh, my dad works in fashion, and my mom was kind of like a hobby sewer. Um, but, you know, they both are career people, so they didn't really have the time to teach me the skills. Um, but Luckily, I got to watch them and um, kind of just um, picked it up from there, I guess. So, um, and at my, uh, well, she's six years old now, but my niece was born at that time, and we were just looking for like a really good classic toy to give to her that she could grow up with and have memories with, because um, myself and my boyfriend Sergio had that. Luckily, um, so we were just looking for that and couldn't find it anywhere. So I just told Sergio like look, I'm just going to do it myself, I'm going to make it, and he was like, you don't know how to sew, and I just, I didn't care, I'm like, no, we're going to do this, and, you know, made the first toy, and then it just kind of took off from there. That's awesome, I, I love your determination, no, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <great>. just stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, and really, it has grown into such great things, um, I, I remember Thank the first you. time I was stumbling upon Pinterest, and I was like, is that Jane? And yeah. I was looking and I, I clicked through and I was like, that's Jane's craft fair design. I was like so excited to see you. Um, oh, and, so really and, and I've seen great things. Um, Thank you. So before you started Janie XY, did you have any other businesses or anything that you took part in and that you were part of developing? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think you were really there for that whole developmental stage. It was just like trying to figure out which craft. I mean, I knew I wanted to be in a creative world, but I didn't know what it was going to be. So, I mean, I met you pretty early on. I think I just graduated high school when we first met online. 
Um, and so I was just like, oh, maybe I'll do t-shirts. Everyone was doing t-shirts at the time. And I really thought, like, yeah, of course. Like, that's my calling, too, I guess. Um, it wasn't, obviously. And <laughs> then I am like, it moved on to, like, oh, well, maybe I'll just do paper goods. And, you know, obviously, again, not my calling. And it was just a lot of, like, uh, trial and error trying to figure out um, what it was that really just came naturally to me. I mean, it's okay to do one design. Sure, I can do that, maybe two or three. But to actually create a whole collection and work on it after work and, you know, actually have the energy to keep working on it, it's hard to find, you know, something that you actually care that much about. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think when you have that entrepreneurship heart, it's that's the biggest challenge is finding where you know your passion really lies and things like that and yeah um, I, I think that's where you know a lot of people really stumble at first when when the first one is just not their calling and you know you kind of feel let down you're kind of like well yeah. I it's that but <laughs> so yeah. um, it's great to see someone you know sort of push through and and say you know even though that's not your calling it, it really helps lead you on into what is your calling so yeah it's just like uh, I mean it would just it was after like my third or fourth attempt at like you know starting a business or starting a blog or starting a magazine and you know it was just um, getting to the point where I almost didn't want to tell people hey I'm starting this now because I was becoming that person <laughs> it's like I don't want to be known as that person um, so yeah. it was just also timing I'm like I gotta stick to it you know <laughs> I can completely relate. Absolutely, yeah. I think we both we both sort of got to know each other in that beginning time. And right. So, um, yeah, I completely relate. Absolutely. Um, what do you like most about being an entrepreneur and owning your own business? Um, well, I still have a day job, and my day job's really fun and creative. I get to create window displays for Forever Twenty One. Um, not so much on the creative side, but I'm more on the actual production where we're doing prototypes and things like that. So it's a creative job, but it's still not my own, you know, like when it comes down to it, it's up to the designers and the owner of the company or even the customers on what's really going to sell and sometimes it's just a plain white box, you know, so for my own business I actually get to have that creative outlet where I'm, you know, I, I tend to just want to go like, well, what do you think of this toy and this and that, but you know, at the end of the day it's up to me and it was kind of weird to make that transition of, oh, I need everyone's approval into, no, people are buying from me because they trust my design, and they will buy, you know, if I just stick true to what I really want to do. So um, I think that that was a really big learning curve, but it's also the biggest reward that I've gotten so far. Absolutely, yeah, and I think, you know, when people go to your website and see your designs, they can see um, a common theme throughout it all and sort of the, the passion and the joy and the toys and things like that and um, I know I was showing my husband and, and he just smiled and he was like that is so neat how they're all you know, similar but they have their own personalities and uh, I really bring that creativity to it. Thanks. Um, what's the biggest challenge you faced in growing your business? Um, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I think the biggest thing is definitely organization. Um, as you can probably tell, I'm kind of all over the place if I allow myself to be. So it's really hard to just sit myself down and say, like, okay, we need to do this, this, and this today, and that's it. You know, like, do not think about anything else. So it's definitely organization. Um, and that goes from every level of, like, how are we going to grow the business? How are we going to stay organized on that path? And then also just being organized throughout my day of, um, you know, like, I have to email these people today, and it's easy to just 
you know, kind of bundle it all up into one big ball of like, oh my God, there's so much to do. And then to just actually be organized and just say like, okay, well, this is task one, two, and three, and four. And to actually do those things, you know. So um, definitely organization. And then, and then that goes hand in hand with time management. Um, like I said, I still have a day job. So it's hard to kind of figure out like, um, you know, uh, you know, like how much time do I spend on working on the business? And, and then on top of that, what I'm finding even more important now is just finding time for myself too. Um, so that's another big thing. It's just like I don't want to be a workaholic, but I tend to be one. <laughs> so I'm um, just finding time to actually enjoy my life and to enjoy like, you know, the things I get to do. Yeah, I, th I think when your business is your passion, it's really easy to become a workaholic and sort of let yeah. those lines blur. And it, mm -hmm. it sounds like, you know, you've really, really focused on that and trying to, to sort of separate those lines, which is a really big challenge. It's so hard. I mean, I'm sure you know, too. It's just, uh, you know, just going like, okay, well, tonight I'm going to sew. And then to just remember, like, oh, wait, but I have friends, and my friends want to see me, too. And that's just as important, just to have a social life and not only talk to dolls and toys all the day, you know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like, you know, we all make mistakes in growing our business and things like that. Um, looking back, do you recognize any sort of mistakes you feel you've made along the way that's really helped you learn and grow? Yeah, I think uh, right now it's kind of biting me in the butt because I, in the beginning, didn't even think of it as a business. I mean, I tried so many other businesses and they, you know, didn't quite fail, but I kind of gave up on them a little too soon. So when it came to this one, I was totally like, you know, I'm not going to take it too seriously. If we sell two toys, that's amazing. Um, but then it kind of started growing and growing every year, which is really exciting. Um, but again, like I'm still doing everything myself. So I kind of wish that I maybe was a little bit more organized or had a little bit more of a growth plan. Um, it just kind of kept coming. So I, I kind of wish that I made room for maybe employees or, you know, how to train them into that. Um, and in the beginning, I was really thinking about just selling patterns, like sewing patterns. Uh, and I knew the benefits of that from the beginning, like, you know, I won't have to do production, it's really just work one time and then reap the rewards after that. Um, and then I uh, got so caught up doing production that I never got to make the sewing patterns. So, you know, it's just like kind of things like that. I think that maybe having a little bit of foresight into what you want the business to be, but maybe not so much so that you're disappointed if things don't go your way, um, but just having like, you know, maybe a year in advance, like thinking about certain like little goals that are really manageable and doable. I kind of wish I could have done that over, but I also did learn a lot more about production and a lot more about sewing. So I think everything just worked out the way it needed to anyway. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. You know, as entrepreneurs, we we get to this point where it's not scalable anymore and it's not able to be grown uh, much yeah. further without a change in the business plan. And so, um, you know, a lot of my friends that are entrepreneurs are, are hitting that point right now and we're all kind of looking at our businesses going, how much am I willing to change what I'm doing to, yeah. to allow this business to grow and how much do I want to keep control of? So yeah, um, I, that's a great point is to try to to have a little foresight, but like you said, don't get too involved because plans always change. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely know that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's also uh, challenging because 
you know, there's always the option to send the toys to get manufactured in China. It's so easy to find a manufacturer for that, but I just don't feel right about it. You know, like I want them to be made here in the States and like, I mean, it's not a big role, but I'm trying to do my part in keeping like, I guess, jobs and the money in the country. Um, so that's kind of important to me. So, you know, I have yet to find a toy manufacturer that I can afford in the States, but, you know, until then I still really enjoy making it and I still enjoy knowing that you know, the creation that I made with my hands is actually what's, you know, going on little adventures with kids around the country or even the world. It's kind of cool knowing that. Absolutely. I think that's a, a great point. Um, what do you feel like the, the biggest success you've had in growing your business? When was the point when you felt like, man, this is awesome? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, making an international order was pretty cool, but... Um, and this is one moment in my life that my sister always makes fun of, uh, not makes fun of me for, but she's proud, but I think it's kind of embarrassing. But I was doing a show, um, it was a local like uh, or independent design show here in LA, it's called Unique LA. And I stepped into the elevator and there was somebody that I've never seen before and she was like, oh my god, you're Jane of Janie XY, oh my god, that's amazing. And I mean, like, I just laughed about it because it's such like, like it's such a cliche story. But um, it was kind of cool knowing that it happened, like at least once. I don't think it'll ever happen again. But but it was kind of cool knowing that people, um, you know, kind of like not recognize me, but recognize my work. And um, and then I guess the other really awesome thing is every time I do a craft show, um, I see families that are growing up with the toys, and they're like, hey, we bought you know the blueberry three years ago, and we came back for the orange the next year, and now we're here for the fox or something like that. So it's actually like really cool to know that they're kind of collecting the toys. That's awesome. I, yeah. I think it's so great that you're not only having an impact on families, with, uh, but you're also apparently having a great impact on designers and, and other people <laughs> in the field as well. Which I is don't awesome. know. I mean, like, I don't know how much of like a real moment that was, but I think it's just really funny. My sister loves that story. <laughs> the, the time Jane got famous, right? Yeah. <laughs> That one moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, if you could talk to your past self before you started the business, what would you tell yourself? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I'm a big believer in not having regrets. So, you know, I try not to regret anything I do. I am a firm believer in, like, look, this is the way you did it, and these are the lessons you learned, and you would have never learned those, and you would have never appreciated the lessons if you didn't go through it. Um, so it's kind of a hard question for me. I guess I would probably still do the things same. Um, I'd probably have the same struggles and all that. I think that it's just led to the point where I'm at now, um, and like just kind of made me a little bit smarter and doing it just because I was able to experience those problems. Um, so that's just my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I think sometimes, you know, those those parts that bring us the most pain in the past are, are really what leads us to our, our growth and success in the future. And, uh, yeah. you know, you just kind of have to put it all together when you're at the end of the, <laughs> yeah, at the, end of the like, pain. <laughs> But yeah, there's not like a really, I mean, I've definitely made a lot of mistakes, but there's not really a moment where I'm like, oh, if I could just turn back time like a week, I wouldn't have had to go through that. I'm kind of glad like the, the sleepless nights I had and then just being able to say never again, you know, <laughs> it's like a really good reminder. Yes, experience is the best teacher. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so we talked a little bit before about you know making time for life and, and the day job and your business as well. How do you go about balancing those priorities? Um, it's really hard, and uh, you know I don't have like a set schedule or you know a calendar where I'm like, hey, date night with Sergio and visit parents today. Like I don't have things like that, but I just kind of go through the motions. Like if I'm feeling tired, that's when I have to stop and remind myself like hey take a nap or why don't you go watch a movie or why don't you call you know a friend and see if they want to hang out like it's just little things like that and I try not to stick so closely to a schedule because um, things come up every day I mean you just never know what's gonna happen so if I I found in the beginning I would uh, tell myself like okay today you have to sew 40 uh, you know cats and tomorrow you're gonna have to do 28 foxes or something like that and if, you know, like a doctor's appointment would come up or maybe a grocery store run or, you know, something that might take a little bit of time out of the day, I would find myself getting really stressed out and really, like, angry. Like, you know, I have this plan, this production plan, and I have to stick to it, this and that. And I just found that so, you know, just it was <laughs> so, so bad for me. Um, just like mentally my health was just like oh my god like I'm so stressed and like no I can't talk for five minutes and enjoy the piece you know <laughs> like no there's no time for that so I think now we just kind of go day by day I'm like okay well now there's like weekly plans and if I can get to this point I'm at a good point if not it's okay you know like no one's really gonna get hurt if I don't do this one thing and I do my best and that's just what I try to stick to I think that sounds really wonderful, really keeping the joy in your business rather than allowing it to sort of consume your life. Yeah, it's so easy to just kind of spin out, oh gosh, I've been there too. So yeah, another lesson I appreciate. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, what sort of tools and resources do you use regularly as part of your business? Um, like web tools or any kind of tools that you use that you find really helps your business. I'm sure uh, the, the sewing tools are a big one for you. <laughs> right, yeah, so sewing machine, number one. Um, I mean, scissors, all those like basic things. Uh, um, for inspiration, uh, Pinterest is really awesome. I don't really go to Pinterest or do any kind of research for what kind of toys I'm going to do next because I, I find it so easy to just copy. There's so many toys out there, like I can just I mean, you can search any toy, like brain plush, and you're going to find a brain plush toy, you know? So it's so easy to just copy what they do, so I really try not to do that at all. Um, so I really use Pinterest for, like, displays. I love making my displays for the toys or designing them. Sergio makes them. Um, but I really like doing that, and so Pinterest has been such a big help for, like, finding inspiration of, like, this is how you should display things. And, again, that's such a huge... Um, important part of selling, especially at craft fairs and things like that. It's um, you know a lesson I learned along the way. Like definitely, sales have been better for displays. Um, so I definitely do a lot of research on that. Um, but toys, yeah, I collect books. Uh, but again, I don't pay too much attention to like how they designed it or how they did things like that. Unless I'm really stumped on a pattern, then I'll you know reference a book. But other than that. Um, yeah, I guess just that. And then Google's amazing for like accounting tips and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm just, I'm more of a learn as I go kind of person. Yeah, that, that sounds great. Just, just in time learning, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe not the best way, but it works for me and I've gotten this far. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what sort of goals do you have going, 
going forward for the future? Um, right now, all I'm fantasizing about is just uh, having time to actually enjoy myself and not feel guilty about taking like a three-day vacation or something. So definitely, um, I really, really want to just start selling patterns and kind of transitioning into that and maybe doing more freelance work. Um, I really enjoy those because it's just like more challenging than just sewing the same toy over and over again. Um, so that's a really huge goal and I really always wanted to start a business just because you know I always thought about like if I have kids one day I want to be able to have time to pick them up from school and I want to go to the recitals and you know things like that performances or their graduation um, so I know that day jobs don't always allow for that so being an entrepreneur was always like you know mom for you know future mom first and uh, and then like work later um, so I definitely want a job that's flexible that you know and a schedule that I can keep where I can still take care of the future children or whatever it is you know or take a vacation and not you know and let the business run itself without letting the business get so big where I have like hundreds of employees I really don't see myself enjoying a company that big that's awesome yeah I, I think um, that's a a great goal to have and it's great that you're setting that sort of foundation now and, and sort of going through the bumps and all of that now so that you yeah. <laughs> can, can get where you need to go in the future. I, I yeah. know I'm, I'm personally very thankful that I started this road before we started growing our family. We're expecting our, our first child this year so it's very, so nice. <laughs> yes, it's, it's very nice to have already had some of those bumps sort of taken care of down yeah. the road. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, so what advice do you have for others who are working to grow their own business and different fields? Um, I mean first, I mean really the only advice I have is just you should choose something that you really 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 want to do. Um, I mean it's so important and I saw both of my parents become very successful from that and I see a lot of friends who aren't so successful because they don't do what they really really are passionate about and I know it's hard to find what you're passionate about especially with you know so many influences around but don't I mean, you're, it's so easy to be like me and be like, well, t-shirts are the thing to do and that's my passion, but it's not, you know? And even if the thing you really want to do is not something that's so conventional, I think that's even better, you know? You have less competition and you're the person that really specializes in it. Um, when I started, there's a little more now, but when I started, there weren't so many handmade plush toy people. There were, but not in a production way and they were definitely more like arts, artsy toys, like very um, high price points and um, one of a kind so there wasn't too many people doing like what I do and I think that that really helped me when I went to shows to display what I do it was a little different and it's a little pricier but it's what I had to charge for it and people understood and as years go on they're understanding more and more and it might be a slower start but I'm definitely happier in the end you know I don't see myself being as happy if I were printing t-shirts right now or making like notebooks or something so definitely something that you can like see yourself working until 2 a.m. you know um, that's the kind of job you should be doing Absolutely. whether you do a business or it's just your day job <laughs> I mean you should definitely do what you want to do absolutely yeah it, it really brings a different dimension to your work when you when you find that joy doing it I remember yeah. the first time I, I woke up totally excited about a client's project and like yeah. it woke me up out of a dead sleep and I was like this is it this is how I found yeah. what I really yeah. need to do you know yeah 
Yeah, yeah, where you're like stressed, but it's exciting. Like that's exactly. that's the right level that you need. <laughs> exactly. Well, where can people find you if they, they want to look for you and your wonderful products on the web? Um, well, I have my own website, so it's janiexy.com, and then I also have Etsy, um, so it's janiexy.etsy.com, um, and you can find us in person uh, at a couple stores across the country, um, uh, like Leanna Lynn's is a good one if you're in the you know Southern California area, if you're in Houston, uh, Space Montrose is a really great store, and they carry all of our line there. Um, and we're growing, so we're hoping to get into more stores. Well, that's wonderful. We'll definitely keep the, our eye out as you grow across the nation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for our first uh, Small Business Spotlight, Jane. We're so excited to have you and so excited to see your business as it grows. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was really, really fun. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great night. You too.